Welcome back, everybody, to Finding My Perfect Awkward. And this week, another new person, Jess. You are like Hi. my neighbor. Yeah, we just re- we just discovered that we're like very very close to each other, and I'm yeah. I'm so that makes me so happy because I've been on the East Coast for only like two years, so I love that now I have a new friend in the area. Uh, same. I just moved out here in February, so <laughs> same. Wait, really? Where are you from? I'm from Las Vegas. <gasps> really? That's how I know Steph because I used to work in the same station. Wait, that's amazing. I'm from yeah. California. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. That makes me so happy. Wow, girl. We're really out here in these streets. It's I know. Crazy, look huh? at us go. Uh, are you there by yourself? I know. I'm with my boyfriend. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for he you. moved out here with me. Oh. We did. Re- we were doing long distance. And then the first time we lived together and in the same place is moving across the country with me. So that was a... Here we go. <laughs> you know I, mean? I hope I hope this works. Like, yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome though. Good for you guys. I mean, good yeah, for both of cool. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been cool. That's awesome. How do you like Baltimore? I really fuck with Maryland. Like, yeah. I love Maryland. And what sucks is if for anyone listening that's like never moved across the country before, it's really fucking scary. Especially, I mean, this is the farthest I've ever been from my family. And also, especially when you move to a place that like you don't know anything about. So I really never looked into Baltimore or anything that I knew about it or people would say to me is like, have you seen The Wire, which is like a really scary show about Baltimore that makes Baltimore look really, really scary. And Maryland and Baltimore is not like that. Like it's low key like that in a couple areas. I'm not going to lie. But it sucks. Like, Maryland needs, I know I feel like I'm like repping Maryland. Maryland needs a better PR team because it's really, really cool here and they don't even give it a chance. Like, nobody knows, but like, Maryland's cool. And I entirely agree with you. This is the first time I've ever moved, period, like by myself. I, I lived in my own apartment for a year, but I moved across the country and this is the first time I ever moved out of state. And I entirely agree. I never, I've never even been to Allentown, Pennsylvania. So this is, so this, I know that like you're having me on your podcast, but this is the first time we're meeting. So to me, I'm going to like, just treat this like a conversation. (laughs) No, treat it like a conversation. Okay. Cause I want to, yeah. Cause I I, like, so you were born and raised in Vegas. Yes. Born and raised in Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. And then the first time that you left Vegas, was all your family there? So uh, my mom's side is from Chicago, but she lives in Vegas. And my dad's side is from California. Okay, so the first time that you ever leave Vegas, now you're in PA, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And how how are you doing? I'm happily surprised because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. And just like you're saying, like it's very hard to navigate what it's going to be like when you move across the country, especially to a place you've never been to before. Yeah. Um, away from everything that you know, it's totally scary. But everybody's been so welcoming. The building I'm in, very so cool. It's great. Yeah. Were you were you in radio in Vegas and then you yeah. got the opportunity in PA? Yeah, so I was uh, I did like, so you know where she's at. So not I really. worked in her building first for a year and a half. That's how I'm gonna explain this. I, I worked in her building for a year and a half. Okay. And then I, uh, the pandemic hit. On air though. I was part time on air and I was in promotions. I did both. Yes. Yes. Girl. And then and then the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic hit, I was out of work for ten months, as was the rest mm-hmm. of the world. And then I got back into radio, but I was a part of sports. I was in a different building. I worked for a sports station yeah. for, and in admin for a ye, 
11 months. Mm-hmm. And then I got the, I literally within my last day was the 10th and my first day out here was the 15th. Wow. February. And you do mornings PA. here? Yeah, I do mornings here. And oh, you I were doing, and what were you was, doing in Vegas? I was doing uh, administration. I was the receptionist and part of like the sales assistant team. And then yeah. I was a um, part slash full time producer for one of the sports shows. Okay. What day, what day part? Um, they, I, what I was doing mostly was the morning show Yeah. for one of the sports stations, but I would hop around and do, like I did, uh, we have a, or we, Las Vegas has a, uh, minor league hockey team that I ran mm-hmm. all the, all the games for. That's sick. Oh, it was so fun. It was so much fun. Wow. Yeah. So you, that's crazy. So that yeah. jump from what you were doing to mornings. Yeah. And, and that, that was and like you moved out here team. by yourself though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that on the low key, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think people understand how hard that is. That's amazing. Um, and you know what though? The move itself, a little bit of pain in the ass, obviously, because nobody likes moving. But I sold all my shit. I like I bought all new clothes when I got here. I moved here with four suitcases and a car. That's it. Really? I didn't have anything. I bought all new stuff, all new furniture. I got a cat. <laughs> I got new clothes. I'm a cat I got, person too. Oh, I, I'm a dog person, but this cat, man, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> love her so much. Um, but I like I got all new stuff. I sold all my shit. I didn't have to worry about anything. I just I shipped my car. I didn't even drive. Yeah. I shipped my car. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a brand new start. It felt great. The the move itself was okay. The thing that I had trouble with was leaving my people. That's what I suffered. Like what I dealt with was like a hundred percent, and and something you deal with every day. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, I don't have so and so like within a drive. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Like I'll 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 call that. And also three hours ahead is a pain in the ass. Dude, we're oh, like in God. the same boat, literally. Yeah, the time That's zones California. are insane. Absolutely. Mm-hmm bullshit also i think time i think the time differences are complete bullshit and unnecessary but totally yeah so getting to you how i love that we're talking because like we're like experiencing the same thing that's really cool yeah it's like very similar i might start crying (laughs) don't don't start crying no i no i cry i cry normally so it's not a bad thing if i cry so don't freak out it's fine okay (laughs) i'm just like an emotional person so you Started, did you start in radio in California and you moved out here? Yes. So, so I'm originally from, okay. So I'm originally from Northern California. Like I'm from Stockton. So that's like Sacramento area. Uh, And I moved to San Diego after I graduated high school. And then I lived in San Diego for like nine years. And that's when I got into radio. And um, it's so funny because I've never, it's not like, I don't know about you, but it's not like I grew up being like, I want to be on the radio. Like I have always been like expressive and like wanted to perform and like drama, theater kid, theater nerd, all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I didn't know like how to channel the energy. And I was going to school at the time at San Diego State. Was I? No, I was doing community college at the time. And I was listening to the radio channel 933. Um, and the night guy was talking about Bruno Mars or something and I called in just to like pop off about Bruno Mars and he was like we he just kept me on and we started talking and then he started using me for other shit 
And then he was like, hey, like, we have an internship program. This is just on the phone. I'm like leaving class. And he's like, I have an internship <laughs> program. We have an internship program here. If you're interested, like, here's their email. And I'm like, okay. So I end up like reaching out and I get an internship there, which sucks. Cause like, I feel like a lot of places don't, I don't even, is that even a thing at radio stations anymore? Like did not have that internship. I wouldn't have my job today. Like yeah. I wouldn't, I, cause I wouldn't have had the opportunity to know that I liked this cause I yeah. never knew that I liked it. Mm-hmm. And the internship was promotions mm-hmm. street team. And then it was required to shadow a show like once a week. Mm-hmm. And so I would shadow the night show because that was the guy who like gave me the information. And then I did street team. I ended up getting hired on the promo team. And girl, I was on the promo team for hell along. Like the same shit as you. Like promo mm-hmm. team, then like assistant producer, whatever, blase, blase for like eight-ish years. But what was really cool about that is nobody, it was like before social media, like Snapchat had just came out and everyone was like freaking out about Snapchat. And the station, no one, like, they weren't doing anything with it yet, you know? And, like, Instagram was still, like, basic where you would just, like, post a picture of yourself, like, drinking Jamba Juice, and it was, like, fine, you know? (laughs) Like, with, like, one of the ugly-ass filters that you thought was cute, but it's actually really fucking ugly. Yes, and, like, Instagram was, it still had the brown and tan logo. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody was doing it, and I literally just asked like hey can I like create a snapchat for channel 933 and well because I was doing promo for all the stations but I gravitated more towards like the top 40 because that's like Mm -hmm. my personality whatever and they were like okay so I pretty much created the social media like blueprint then we started then that kind of became at least for the station Mm -hmm. and then it became a requirement like hey if you're doing an event like make sure to do social media, whatever, whatever. And then I was just doing it for fun, especially like at concerts. Cause like for me, I never got to go to shit like that. So I was just like, if people are, I want to basically show other people what's going on and make them feel like they're there. Cause like, I never got to go to stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And then like one thing led to another, then the morning show was like, Hey, do you want to help out and come in or whatever? And then that's how, I mean, me and Steph met on the promo team. But then they asked both me and Steph to help in the mornings. And then they had both of us do it. So we would like share the responsibilities of assistant producer. And then I kind of, then like they let me on the air more and kind of, and then I became kind of like a fourth mic kind of thing. And I started filling in for middays. And then Steph and I had the night show and then I had overnights. And then it just kind of like one thing led to another. And then I got the job out here. Um, What do you do in Baltimore? In Baltimore, I do mornings on Mix 106.5. And it's me. It's the show's Kramer and Jess. And it's crazy because it was, I worked for the Kramer and Gina show. And that's uh, who I was with. And then he got let go when like everyone, when like the crazy layoffs happened. Mm -hmm. And then Baltimore reached out to him and they were like, come through. But we want you to work with someone that you know you know? And so mm-hmm. he kind of gave them a list of people that he'd be willing to do a show with. And I was on that list. So it kind of like came down to me and a few other people and then it ended up being me. And then I fucking moved out to Baltimore. Good <laughs> and for I've you. Here. Dude. Yeah. It's, 
And also, like, this is happening during the pandemic. Like, I don't know if any other shows, I mean, probably yours, too. I would assume well, there are very few shows that actually, like, started in the middle of the pandemic. Like, we moved out here, like, in the height of shit. Yeah. I'm so glad that you love it, though. I'm glad that you moved out and you're like, this is, I'm so glad I did, you know? That's good. I mean, totally. And, like, I also don't want to make it sound like I wasn't, like, crying every day either. Like, it's it's definitely, <laughs> no, it's, like, Wait. it's, Comes it's feeling, it's, like, fe- feeling both happy and sad 100% the entire time, like, fully at the same time. Like, it's fucking scary and you have a lot of people telling you that you shouldn't go or that you're not ready. Right. So whatever. And then you're already like doubting yourself cause you're scared. And like no one in my family has ever moved that far away. And also like, I'm the only, I don't know if like there's other people in your family that like do stuff like this, but like no one's like doing media, you know? No. So it's a very like unknown thing. So unless you're in it, like family members are like, supportive but it's also hard for them to understand like the not having stability or like what are you gonna do like what's your plan and you're like I don't know (laughs) you know what I mean I'm just like going for it um and being put somewhere that's just like not your comfort zone and I've had you know I'm so lucky that I was at one place for such a long time and so I with the listeners and I think I was able to like kind of grow as a personality there because they grew up with me and they knew me from the street team. So that carried to the show. And so they like saw me through like my dark times and like my highest moments. And then I came here and we replaced uh, somebody that was on the station for like 20 years. And so they, and again, you know, people who like listeners, me and Kramer are like the enemy. Like, no, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? And so to come somewhere to where they're confused in a pandemic when all they want is normality and try a new show. It was so brutal. Like they ripped me apart and they were like, and Kramer prepared me to like, I mean, we're, we're friends and he's been my mentor for a long time. And, and so he, he told me like before coming, he was just like, just so you know, it's going to be really fucking hard. And like, they're, He's like, I don't know why. In like the 20 years I've done radio, they always go harder on the female for some reason. Just answer. First thing that pops in your head. Who was your first celeb crush? My first celebrity crush? Probably someone on Disney Channel. <laughs> Fuck. Who? Who did I love? Oh, my God. Like all the boys on Disney Channel? Like, uh, who did I love? But like which era? <laughs> like Boy Meets World? Like Sean was hot. Okay. Eric was hot. Um, why can I? I can't. I'm just gonna say them because they're like fresh in mind. But just know, like anyone on Hannah Montana, like you know what I mean. Like that's my vibe. So like, like those Jake Disney and Channel. Yeah, yeah. So just, I mean, yeah. obviously, like I was like obsessed with uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. You know. Yeah. So like that's my shit. That would I definitely like one of them was probably first. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was your first job, like, in general? Oh, Jamba Juice. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, Jamba Juice was my first job, and I, like, and I had, and I didn't have a car, and so I had to, like, ride my bike there every day, and it was so much fun making smoothies, and, like, everyone on the staff was, like, young, so it was just a shit show, you know? Just a shit show, 
And I can still make some of the smoothies. Like the recipes are still in my brain for some reason. Do you ever make those smoothies? Do you ever go to the store and you buy the ingredients to make them? I'll like do like a knockoff version. So like my favorite was the Caribbean passion. So like I'll get the, what the fuck? I'll get the passion mango juice from Trader Joe's. And then I'll get like frozen peaches and strawberries. And then I like it a little more sour. So I'll put raspberries in it. And then, yeah, and you can put like a sorbet in there. That's basically it. Girl, <laughs> I know. girl, I can't make a smoothie to save my life. Let me tell you, I, I've tried. I've been like, you know what? I'm going to buy this juice and these strawberries and these yeah. other berries, whatever. I'm going to put them all in here with the ice and put it in here with the whatever. Yeah. It always comes out like a slushy. It doesn't come out like a smoothie. No, we'll, we'll talk. I'll help you. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I might like Instagram video chat you and be like, hey, can you like. We'll figure it out. Can like can you can you do it for me through yeah. video chat? Can you just like <laughs> I'll talk you through step by step. Why? why but why do I still remember the recipes? That's so good weird. for you. No, girl, girl, that is a good thing to have. Yeah, keep it, funny. keep it in there. It's fine. Who needs to know anything else? That's fine. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment for real in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. Well, this isn't, that one's inappropriate. (laughs) I shared, when I first was doing this, it was with Marie. And I was, I shared. Who I haven't met in real life or even like as a human yet. And I'm like. She is the best human ever. I'm like (laughs) upset. Are you going to morning show boot camp? Uh, yes. Thank God. Oh my God. So we're going to get to meet in person. Yeah. I'm so excited to meet you guys. Like I'm going to cry. Yay. I'm so excited. So I was so drunk, I was hooking up with this guy. Sorry. (laughs) And I threw up in his room. Because of the motion? (laughs) Wait, because of the motion? Because of the the back and forth. It was so disgusting. Like, because I can't, I had to say that to you because when you ask me the question, I can see it in my brain. I can see it. Isn't that so stupid? That's you so You remember ugly. it, though. You weren't drunk enough to forget it. Oh, hell no. You know, I my ass sobered up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I can see it. It's so, like, it's it sucks. It oh, sucks. no. Thank you for sharing. Can you do an impression of anyone or anything? Can I do an impression of anyone or anything? Like, anything as in, like, animals. Like, Marie did an elephant, and Carla Marie tried to do something <laughs> they tried <laughs> I feel like I can kind of sound like Minnie Mouse <gasps> Do low-key but like barely I'll say one word I feel like I can low-key sound like Minnie Mouse oh Mickey does that kind of sound like her that's so cute <laughs> does it in my in my head it sounds like her but I don't know what it sounds like in the outside world does it that's sound like her so cute yeah actually it does because I can hear Mickey responding that's yeah, all I have. that's all I have. I wish I was that's like good. a comedian and could do voices, but that's I all don't I have. have anything. No, Jess, I don't. Ha- you don't understand. I ask people for impressions because I'm living through y'all. I don't have anything. Really I can't to see what you can try. I'm like what? What animals? An elephant can't do it. Yeah. A dog. <laughs> Anthony tried to do a dog. Not good. Not good. Uh, what did Carla Marie try to do? Something. What did she try to be? 
try to do something and she totally yeah. failed it was funny it was hilarious all of us yeah we're like we're not we only talk the reason why we only talk is because we can only talk yeah but it, it's funny because we try it's yeah the confidence to try that matters but yeah. i like i can't even do accents well british and um there's like the, one day last week I was saying something goofy and I said it in a Russian accent and I never thought I could do that. <laughs> you learn something new every day. I will never be able to do it on purpose. I promise you. Yeah. Not on the spot could never, but I did it and I in had witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> what song is stuck in your head right now? What song is stuck in my head right now? Uh... Mm. I guess what song is always stuck in my head is Just Like Magic by Ariana Grande because I listen to it every morning on my way to work. It's like part of my ritual. (laughs) I love that. I like do it on purpose. So if anyone, I feel like that's a really good song to listen to on your way to work so you can like manifest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I love Ari. Yes. Same. I, I stand. I stand. Last question. What if you could do a um, music festival? Yeah. What are the artists that you would have in your festival? You can have unlimited or you can have a few. Who would you have? Oh, my God. What a dream. Um, Paramore. It'd be like all over the place. And I hate that I'm not going to say everyone that I want because like I'm just Paramore, the 1975. Megan the Stallion, Usher, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Beyonce, Jay-Z. Who else would I love to see? They could all be on Coachella. Yeah, Emotional Oranges. Like, oh, God, like everyone. Who else? And also, like, if, like, I could, I mean, I wouldn't have them there. I would have them there now. But, like, in their prime, like, it'd be cool to have, like, New Edition and Boys to Men and, like, I would have Janet Jackson now, like, you know what I mean? Have you seen Boys to Men in in, in concert? Oh, it's so, they are so good. They're like, they sound the same. Like Coldplay, Kehlani. Kehlani! Girl, I am in love with Kehlani. She's amazing. I've seen her too. And like, the thing about what I love about Kehlani fans is that I saw her at FYF and I was, like, one of a few Kehlani fans in the crowd, and you can tell by the people who are, like, singing hella hard, like, they've been hurt. And so, (laughs) you can always tell, like, who is an actual Kehlani fan, because all of us are singing, like, we're like, you know? Yes. You have emotion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You carry the emotion with you. Kehlani, amazing concert. I saw her when she was on tour with Demi Lovato. Oh, dude. Hell yes. Same. Me and Steph went to that concert. Yeah? Yes, that concert was fire. Oh, that was that 2018? So good. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, Silk Sonic would be my last one. Silk Sonic? Yeah. You know who that is? Bruno Mars, Anderson, you know, you know who they are. Anderson Pack, leave the door open. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you know who they are. Mm -hmm. I do. I thought today was Friday until about an hour ago, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, time and like, yeah, days, like what's happening? I don't know. We have an excuse though, because we wake up before it's even a day, like before it's even a new day. So it's true. It's true. 
what is like the most important thing that you think you've learned so far like being on this planet for 24 years i'm actually like in the midst of learning it right now but it's like being an advocate for yourself and being independent for yourself and Mm -hmm. caring about others and being able to advocate for others that don't think that they can advocate for themselves is what I'm working really, really hard to be confident in right now. Yeah. Um, especially moving across the country in an industry that I love, but in an industry that is going to challenge me for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to be an advocate for other people. So I, I'm learning that it's important to do that and be an advocate for myself since I am uh, a young woman by myself across the country from everybody I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. I'm so happy you said that because I think that's a really hard thing to acknowledge and realize when you're not doing it because you're just used to like being treated or spoken to a certain way. Yeah. So I think that's really, really dope. Well, the, there's one thing too where I hate being talked to like I'm the kid in a room with adults. Mm-hmm. It's very real. It's very like, and it's with anybody. You could be 24, you could be 54, and you could still feel like you're being talked to as if you're 12 in a room with adults, right? Yeah, yeah. And I hate being treated like that. And more people need to stand up for themselves and for other people who are being talked to or treated like that, where yeah. they're like, no, we're equals. We're like this. We're not like this. You're yeah. no better than me. We're equals. That's, I'm I'm learning. Yeah. And not feeling bad for like saying something and like yes. saying that you don't like something, you know, and that's not, and you're not being a bitch. You're just saying like, uh, no, thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm learning how to not overthink so that I can actually do that. But yes, absolutely. When is your birthday? My birthday just passed actually low key May 22nd. I just turned 29. We yeah, did. We're Happy belated birthday. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Age has always been weird to me. I've always wanted to be 30 so I could have a 30 flirty and thriving birthday party <laughs> from like 13 going on 30. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't I don't know what like 29 is supposed to be or like 29 is supposed to feel like, but I'm just, I don't know. It's cool, I guess. You're just vibing. Just vibing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just vibing. Yeah. I think that's the quote of the day. We're just vibing. We're just vibing. <laughs> well, thank you just for vibing with me today. I appreciate you. And I... Thank you for saying yes. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. What the heck? That was so, I was like, what? Okay. I really appreciate that. That's so cool. I had so much fun. And where can people find you on social? Ooh, uh, just do it. J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T. So that's like my Instagram and TikTok. And there's like a link to all my stuff in my bio. If you are interested in anything else I got going on. 